You are now listening to the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. Five, six, seven, eight. Holla, boys and girls, it's the BGN. Coming from the Marvel world to the DC friends. All the way from Hollywood to the PCN. She defends everyone from sleazy men. Won't apologize for spitting Shonda Rhimes. The space that we make is never colonized. Talking games and movies that actors were. Better shake your booties for Black Girl Nerds. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Black Girl Nerds Podcast. My name is Jamie and I am your host this week. We have two incredible guests who are actually no strangers to the BGM podcast. We are actually considering them BGM podcast alumni. They were guests way, way, way back in the day when they were promoting their book called The Invention of E.J. Whitaker. And we're so happy to have Shanae and Chanel Gibbs back on the podcast to promote their latest book called Ghost Rose which is a graphic novel. Ghost Rose is about 15-year-old Chelsea Grant, who is grounded for her newfound rebellious teen lifestyle, and her father's biggest punishment is making her spend her summer working with his ghost removal agency. But Chelsea doesn't want to be any kind of ghost hunter. She just wants to be a normal teen. Chelsea's forced into her family profession, kicking and screaming, until she discovers that she has a talent for communicating with ghosts, and one in particularly, a wealthy 17-year-old heir to a family fortune who died over a century before. Shanae and Chanel Gibbs are comic book veterans. They're creators of the indie comic book series, The Invention of E.J. Whitaker, which they spoke to us many, many years before on this very podcast and also Fashion Forward. They're recent writers of this year's Marvel, Women of Marvel, and the pair have written animation for TV series such as Cartoon Network's Jessica's Big Little World, Netflix's Barbie It Takes Two, and DreamWorks animation Not Quite Narwhal. Ghost Roast marks their first YA graphic novel debut. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Black Girl Nerds podcast featuring the Gibbs sisters. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Black Girl Nerds podcast. My name is Jamie and I'm your host. I am so excited to have these guests on the Black Girl Nerds podcast. They are veterans of the podcast. They have been on our show before. It's been many, many years <laughs> since they were previous guests, but um, I'm always thrilled to have previous guests come back and talk about their latest projects. We have Shawnee and Chanel Gibbs, who are, they're known as the Gibbs sisters, <laughs> and they are comic book writers, and they have this incredible book that is coming out called Ghost Roast. It's a delightful yet very spooky YA graphic novel that they have 
written and they have um, Emily Cannon, who's the artist on here. And it's these really great elements of the supernatural with humor and heart. And I'm really glad to have both of them here on the Black Girl Nerds podcast to talk about their latest book that is actually, I think it's coming out this month. Is that right? Yeah, this week. This week. Oh, congratulations. And this month, yes. Well, how did how did you well, first of all, thank you so much for coming back on our show. I, what was it? The um the first book that we had talked about with you yes. was, was, EJ, your, was the invention of EJ Whitaker. Yeah. It was our, yeah, that was the first one that we got support for to publish. And we, you know, we really just want to start out by saying thank you, Jamie and Black Girl Nerds for just being a really big supporter of us and our work um, and amplifying our voices and getting, you know, the word out about us. Um, it's just been, you know, so wonderful. And so, yeah, it's just an honor to come back and talk to you and let you know what we've been up to. Yeah, Jamie, it's just amazing to be back and the work that you do. I mean, amplifying creators, artists, you know, just keeping the culture, you know, just keeping your finger on the pulse of everything and sharing that has been amazing. We love to see you shine. We love the work that you do. And thank you. And it's an honor to be back. Oh, I I love seeing you guys. I loved hanging out with you guys over at Comic Con back in the day. And I'm excited (laughs) to be able to to see you guys again at Comic Con this year with your new book, um, Ghost Rose. How did you come up with the idea and the concept for this story? Yeah, so uh, I'll start off by saying that Ghost Rose is a YA graphic novel. It's a paranormal adventure story set in New Orleans. Um, and it's about a 15-year-old girl who goes to work with her ghost hunter dad for the summer, uh, which kicks off an adventure that ends up changing her life. So uh, we get inspired by so many things, but this one comes directly from Shanae who has, you know, some paranormal uh, experience on her literal resume. Yes, literally. Um, back in the day, one of my, Chanel and I, um, you know, live in Los Angeles. One of my early, earliest jobs in television was um, working in paranormal nonfiction uh, documentary work. And so I um, just got familiar with the paranormal world and people who, um, who do ghost hunting for fun and as a living. And um, I just really became captivated with um, the technology that they use, the passion that they have, you know, and sometimes people may say that they're quirky or, you know, different, but um, I just really fell in love with the world. And I thought, uh, you know, what if we told a story? I mean, I mean, Chanel and I keep a ton of ideas. We got like notebooks full uh, Google Docs full, but um, yeah, I just thought, what if we told a story in the paranormal world about um, a, fa- a, a a man who has a um, ghost hunting agency and his daughter and some of the adventures that they go on? And that was the sort of catalyst um, for Ghost Roast. And, you know, it's turned into it's, it's the graphic novel that we have today, but yeah. yeah. So it started several years ago and then just uh, over the years we started fleshing and noodling on it and just going back and forth, uh, updating characters and things like that, building the world together. Um, eventually, you know, it, it turned into the book, uh, which um, we even had to 
pulled the back on some things, <laughs> some characters that had to come out and things like that. But it just was so fun to develop together. Um, and then uh, we worked with Emily, our a wonderful illustrator, previously um, doing some, um, she helped us on one of our our graphic graphic novels called Fashion Forward. So it was a web comic. She did some work with us and we, we got back together. <laughs> Uh, for when we got the call from Versify about a pitch. And uh, it's just been really wonderful. And then eventually we had some coloring support from Ashwarya Tandon. And we just became this, uh, just like a little nucleus. We did, we we just became this little hub of of um, dreamers. And the, the story just continued to grow and blossom as we, you know, did our research and uh, continue to, bring it to life. So it's just been a, just a great um, opportunity for us. And we're happy that it's here and in the world, our little book baby. And Shanae, I want to apologize for mispronouncing your name at the start of the episode. So just want to clarify that. Um, oh, can, can I say, Jamie, everybody, this is so many pronunciations. I call her Shanae. She, you know, she says Shanae. <laughs> so it's just like, but just because our mom. But I said her. Shawnee, so oh, okay. I, I went oh, okay. way left. Oh no! Listen, that's been my whole life. It's just that accent over the last e. Everybody says Shawnee, like the Native American tribe, which I love. I tell my mom some a lot of times. She should have just named me Shawnee. I would have been able to roll with that name. <laughs> but thank you, Jamie. <laughs> so tell me about your writing process as sisters, as twin sisters. How did you? How do you split up the writing? Um, like who is doing what when you're crafting this story together, these story concepts? Oh my goodness. It starts, sometimes it'll start with a text message. <laughs> sometimes it'll start with a conversation. Uh, we love to, you know, we, um, you know, have our, our company together. Uh, we go on creative walks. So there's a lot of conversations that happen there. There's an email, any anything could spark. And then we just continue to go back and forth um, until we are like in love with um, a character or a story. Sometimes I'll pitch some to, something to Shanae or she'll pitch something to me and it'll be like, eh, I don't really like it. <laughs> you know, and then after we, you know, talk about it or like noodle on it and continue to go back and forth, uh, it just continues to um, expand. And yeah, then and we yeah. know we know we're on the right track when both people agree on the idea. Um, and then just working as writing partners, we've learned that we sort of have to uh, divvy up the work and divide up the work. But initially we talk out the idea and we start with an outline. And that is our roadmap for creating any story that we work on. Now, this is something that we've learned to cultivate over the years of like trying to write together side by side at a computer being like, we should use this, this you should say the, no, you should say, we should say this. <laughs> so we're just like, okay, we gotta have a, a system. So we start with our outlining and then we divide up the work. Like Chanel will take um, a few scenes, I'll take a few scenes and we, um, we take our own scenes and then we put them together and we sort of just layer the work until it sounds like one coherent and smooth voice as we go back and forth on our draft passes. But that system of working of like, so almost like putting layers on a cake um, really just makes the process smooth and it makes it just cohesive and, um, and lovely <laughs> to do. Yeah, so we'll do, a, we'll do a original pass, then sometimes we'll do like a dialogue pass or we'll do a comedy or we'll do some uh, where we wanna, 
solidify some research or something like that. We'll just do that until uh, back and forth and together, you know, we'll do, <laughs> Shanae will have her uh, notes, I'll have my notes and we're like a little room. <laughs> yeah, um, and each pass, yeah, each passage just gets better because Chanel, I mean, even though we're sisters, you know, we have, you know, uh, some of the same taste and stuff, but Chanel will do stuff completely different. I'll be like laughing at jokes that I would have never come up with. So it's just like um, always elevating and enhancing the work. And it's, um, it's just been a beautiful way to uh, collaborate. And I think a, a lot of writing partners um, have their systems and we found that this works really great for us. I mean, do you find that because you're twin sisters that it's helpful uh, with, you know, you mentioned being cohesive. Is it easier to be more cohesive in your process because you are twins? Because twins tend mm -hmm. to finish each other's sentences and you kind of have similar thought patterns in that way. Does it make that process a little bit more easier? You it would could, think. yeah. I, I, I think it, it possibly could. Somebody on the outside looking in probably would say, I think it does. But for us, it's just, because um, we can be in two, two completely on two completely different pages about the direction of a scene or even like, you know, so be, before we outline, um, or even if we do a first draft where, you know, Sinead will take her, uh, her pages, I'll look at hers or she'll look at mine and be like, what were you thinking? What was this? So, you know, was this supposed to be that or what, what have you? But um, yeah, we, I think just being able to go back and forth and um, whoever is mo most passionate um, or whatever comes through strongly, having that sort of be the um, the guide for us when the when we're in that um, sort of will we or won't we go in a, a certain direction? I love the illustrations in this graphic novel. How did you meet your your graphic artist Emily, and and how did you find the right artist to know what kind of art style that you wanted for the book when you were putting this together? Oh, so. So glad you love the illustration. Emily is amazing. Um, and Chanel and I, our backgrounds, uh, we come from a lot of independent comics work, you know, independent animation uh, work. And uh, when we were working um, in LA early on and collaborating with artists, we would like to um, find people who we could meet in person and, you know, see their art and just connect with them. And when we were working on Fashion Forward, which is one of our original um, web comics, um, we were looking for an art, a cover artist. And uh, this is funny because we were talking with Emily about Recently, it. I yeah. Forgot, yeah, that we we uh, met on Craigslist of all places, y'all. <laughs> so <laughs> Craigslist was the back of the day before it got completely, you know, uh, you know, sketchy or shady Crashed, or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, so she, we we put out a call, which is how we used to put out calls for artists. And Emily sent her um, portfolio over, and her art was absolutely exquisite. We were just like, we have to meet this young lady; she's so talented. And so we met and collaborated on Fashion Forward, um, the early um, art, one of our early comics. And then and it um, was an issue that never even hasn't seen the light of hasn't. day yet. So we're still, <laughs> you know, we're going to debut that or uh, reveal it pretty soon. Yeah. Um, and the, the cover art was amazing. And so when the opportunity um, arose for, um, for Ghost Rose, 
it was because um, an editor over at Versify found the invention of E.J. Whitaker, saw fashion forward and was like, well, what else do you all have? And so we pitched them uh, the concept for Ghost Rose to, you know, and they loved it. And they said, do you have an artist in mind? Do you have an artist that we, you know, can consider? And we were like, of we course, both. we have an yes, Emily. Yeah, I mean, we, have, time, we have an yes. Emily. <laughs> we have an artist. <laughs> we have an artist, the perfect artist in mind. And so we put together our pitch with the artwork um, and they loved it. And so Emily is just, oh. Oh, her art, beautiful, amazing. She like puts so many details and um, just conveys so much story through art um, that, yeah, every time she sent over pages um, in the early part of the Ghost Rose process, it was just a gift, you know, all throughout the process. It was like Christmas, you know, when you receive the art. But um, Emily is amazing. Um, and Ashwarya, who did the colors, uh, oh, she is uh, just sensational as well. And then working together um, is just something special. And we're really proud of how the Ghost Rose pages have turned out. I mean, it is, I mean, we've just been getting so much great feedback on how um, the story just comes to life. It almost, you know, feels like a animated tale, people say. So um, it's mm. just, it's been great. It's been wonderful. Yeah. And when we saw uh, Emily present Chelsea when we were in the development process, when we were developing the characters and all that, um, we just knew right away, it's like she pulled her Chelsea out of our heads and put her onto the page. And so just, you know, how she emotes and uh, her story, she just captured the the whole thing so perfectly. And um, I just think it was a match made in heaven, this whole team. Chanel, can we also talk about the hairstyles that Emily gives Chelsea. Chelsea has braids. The and this brushes, is just, yes. Oh, uh, she, I mean, come on. Emily is laying hairstyles left and right. It's just so beautiful. And I love that um, girls will be able to see, you know, Chelsea in all of her glory and elegance and just the, the very um, beautiful ways that she is presented. I'm so happy that um, teenagers will be able to see uh protagonists like this, you know, visually um, come to life, you know. With and, those uh, details, yeah, yes. that are so like authentic and just um, representative of who she is and her age and just everything about Chelsea. I think um, really incredible. We're just so happy with how it all turned out. Well, well speaking of authentic and and Chelsea in particularly, in particularly, she is a character that really pops. She is very compelling, a very interesting protagonist indeed. And writers tend to write what they know. And I'm curious to know from you, is Chelsea or any of the characters in the book similar to people in your life? Or is she similar to your personality? Oh, yeah, for sure. There's a little bit of everybody in, uh, I mean, well, most of them, <laughs> you know. Um, and Chelsea definitely... Um, reflects some of the struggles we had um, as teenagers. And we work with um, young women of color uh, helping. Uh, there's an organization called Cinnamon Girl back in the Bay Area where we're from. Um, and we write, we're writing coaches and we help them tell their stories and present their works. And a lot of what we dealt with when we were coming up is mirrored in, in what they're going through today. And so I think Chelsea is you know, the representative of like the dark ages being us. 
<laughs> and uh, you know what what's happening today, and I, that's what I love about what we're what we've been hearing with the feedback too is that uh, people have been saying that um, it's relatable and it feels like a real team voice, and that makes me feel like very um, excited and happy about that. That is really coming through and resonating. What have you enjoyed most? Um, I'd love each of you to answer this question. What have you enjoyed most about your writing journey so far? It, I mean, I just think it's, for me, this, um, our writing journey has been a, um, a beautiful winding, you know, sort of road to where we want, always wanted to be. Um, I think we, you know, we came from, we grew up in Oakland, in the Bay Area, we, that's where we got our start, and um, people poured into us, and uh, we were inspired by people like like Octavia Butler and Toni Morrison um, and Maya Angelou, and we we're just sort of like, okay, there's a world where uh, we can we can write stories, and we don't know how to do it. We're just two 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 girls up in Oakland, who knows? Um, but uh, then just the way the road, you know, coming to LA, our storytelling journey um, professionally started in nonfiction, and then got you know as we worked on our independent projects, um, took us um, to independent comics and, and television animation and all these places that you thought that you could go, but never thought, I mean, never knew how to do it. And then slowly seeing all of this um, realized in ways that you never imagined, you know, is um, a very special journey and it continues to um, to reveal itself. So I um, am, I don't know, I'm just, my, my, my teenage self would be very excited and impressed <laughs> with like, okay, you, you're, you know, you're living your storytelling dreams, you know, um, and I, I'm really just excited about the journey and of what's to come. Yeah, likewise, I do. Like we, we started in journalism, we were um, editors on the school newspaper, um, before that, we were writing together, but just the fact that, um, and it's what we love. It's how I <laughs> was a better communicator on paper and with words. I've always known that by myself. I've been working on communicating, you know, uh, with the actual words, speaking. But um, yeah, it was always through writing that I was able to connect. Um, and uh, when Shanae and I got together, it was really powerful and magical for us. Um, and it's always it always has been that way. And so just as we have um, developed our voices and, um, you know, it's like with each life um, experience, cracking new truths, you know, uh, that we can then pour into our storytelling. That's what's really special about uh, about the process to me. It's just like you know, continuing to evolve as writers um, in a way that's powerful and and wonderful. Um, and uh, taking the long way around, it's okay. Like you know, sometimes you just have to settle into the journey. It's probably not gonna go exactly how you would have written it to go, but. Um, as it evolves and unfolds, um, it's, it's really special. So to be able to, to be doing this um, for as long as we've been doing it uh, makes me feel really good and inspiring others. Indeed. Uh, Shana, you brought up animation. You, you guys have worked in animation. I mean, animation right now is really popping off. We've got 
Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, which potentially could even earn a Best Picture nomination, not just yeah. Best Animated Feature, but <laughs> Best Picture. Uh, I mean, what are you excited for right now with respect to all of these films and even TV shows that are really becoming popular in the animation world? I'm excited about um, where it is going, you know, um, and I, I'm excited that um, kids, especially, I mean, and even adults are able to um, to see these versions of us, you know, I mean, Spider-Man, come on. I mean, they, <laughs> the way that they are pushing um, storytelling through art, I mean, is, um, is amazing. So I think it's great for, um, for people to see that there are careers there, you know, that there are, um, that they're able to see themselves in these new and exciting ways. Um, and um, that we are growing, you know, like as a um, community of black animation creators and people of color creating this stuff, we can see, like, I love when um, yeah, uh, people can see their way in through you. You know, like all of us being able to share, like, come on, let's, you know, the door is open, <laughs> the windows are open, come in, come tell your stories, come be a part of this, um, you know, come make some magic. I love that this is happening at this particular time, um, you know, in the world. Yeah, I'm excited as well. And um, I'm also excited about how we're going to protect creativity, you know, mm -hmm. from AI, AI from people yeah. who are trying to exploit cre you know creatives in different ways the animation guild uh, ahead of the writers guild had to negotiate contracts and things like that so I'm just very interested in how we're going to protect ourselves and our work and then be able to be compensated uh you know the way we need to not that you know a lot of people are being well compensated but that we're able to do it and do it right um, so that we can thrive uh, yeah. doing this work, you know, that so that younger people who are coming into the game are protected, you know, just like in the 90s and the early 2000s. So I'm just excited about how we're going to push that and protect uh, the next generation as well. Is there an animated show or film that is on your radar right now that you just really love that our listeners can check out? I love Arcane and I think they're coming back in like a yes! hundred like years. Uh, um, and I'm just sitting here waiting patiently, waiting. And that's the other thing about animation, you know, sometimes it takes a good deal and then we've been set back by different things happening in the industries, but um, yeah, <laughs> just can't wait. Arcane <laughs> is so good. And I, so I have an unhealthy relationship with League of Legends. I play that game oh, yeah. so many hours. It's not even funny, but yeah, Arcane is amazing. What about yeah. you, Shani? Um, I love um, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Yes. Um, and I know I got to shout out Raphael Sadiq, who's also from Oakland and just the music that the skates yeah. that they create. And I also got to shout out... Um, a show that we worked on, Cartoon Network's Jessica's Big Little World, which is a spinoff of Craig of the Creek. Yeah. It is so beautiful. You can just lick the screen. It is just so yummy looking <laughs> and um, is a very cool representation of family um, that we really had a ball working on this past year. I need to watch. I need to watch that. I need to uh, check that out. Yeah. Um, and you guys, I don't know if you guys seen Blue Eye Samurai, but that's a show that 
blew my mind. I've been, yeah, it's on my watch list. I saw the first episode. It is exquisite. I know it got a like second, Netflix like quickly took a uh, second season of that. It's, yeah, it's beautiful, beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, what what advice would you give to writers that are interested in starting their own comic or graphic novel, but they just don't know where to start? I would say um, just find the your mentor. Your, sometimes your mentors don't know that they're your mentors, or you know, as you're shadowing somebody or, or following their work. Um, definitely look for inspiration there, but also pace yourself, give yourself, um, you know, try to stay as organized as possible <laughs> because there's a lot coming at us. <laughs> um, staying organized and consistent, I think is just, is key for um, any young creatives. I say, we look at a lot of portfolios and things as we're, you know, considering different talent for projects and things like that. Um, and for ourselves, having some, um, organization and consistency has cons always helped us to stay on track and to um, reach our goals, set some small goals that become bigger goals. And then eventually you have a portfolio or a body of work that you're able to present and just get better and better. Yes. I got to double click on the consistency thing. Um, just being, uh, making sure that you are continuing to create bodies of work, whatever that looks like, you know, um, and also being able to give yourself grace, you know, it's the grace that you give yourself because sometimes it gets easy to, um, you know, become sort of, you know, worn down by the journey, <laughs> you know, <laughs> especially if it's a longer journey than you expected it to be, you know, you're looking around at other people's journeys and you're saying, well, you know, um, but just give yourself grace because it is in the doing, you know, the consistency that you get better and that you have things to show. I mean, I can't even um, tell you like that document that we create or the, like the um, just having things that we've done be done. And then when people say, hey, what do you got? You're like, oh yeah, they, I got this thing. And you're like, oh my God, I've set myself up for success. Look at me. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's just like, uh, and just caretaking for yourself along the journey because, um, you know, just love on yourself a little bit, you know, because uh, that's what's really going to get you through um, because you never know, you know, sometimes the, the journey is not always a straight line and you have to, um, you know, just have grace for yourself in the moments where things are not glamorous, you know, or not everything you expected them to be. But um, yeah, just take care of yourself, um, whatever it is that you um, decide to do. We don't talk about that enough. Self-care is so important. Just pause every once in a while and just yeah. refresh, take a moment, take a breath, take care of yourself and then get back to it. Yes. You know, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. So Great advice. Shane, Chanel, thank you so, so much for taking the time to talk to Black Girl Nerds. It's been too long. Please do not be a stranger. Come back when your next project is out. I know you guys work so hard. You're out here in these comic book streets, in these nerd <laughs> <Yes>. streets, <laughs> right. doing it up. And I, I love everything that you guys do. I love what you represent for the Blur community. And um, and thank you for talking mm -hmm. to us about Ghost Rose. Please check it out. It's coming out this week. 
Um, I think when this podcast comes out, um, it'll already be out. So uh, check that out. Is there, by the way, before we go, uh, any events that you're going to be at where folks can check you guys out and check your book out? Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that, Jamie. So we have a West Coast book tour that we're doing, which is very exciting. First book tour ever. Uh, we'll be uh, starting in Pasadena, going back home to Oakland. We'll be up in Portland and Seattle. Um, which is very exciting. But yes, we want to thank you so much for, you know, having this conversation with us. It's always a pleasure. And uh, yeah, thank you, Jamie. Yes, thank you, Jamie. Thank you for talking with us today and the work that you do with Black Girl Nerds. Just, we just love it. And um, and thank you. Thank you for, for the work that you do in amplifying um, the culture. So I'm going to take your advice and take a deep breath. <sighs> All right. Thank you, ladies. I appreciate you. And I hope to see you at Comic-Con this year. Oh, yeah. All right. The Black Girl Nerds podcast is produced by Jamie Brodnax. The opening theme song to our show is written and performed by Samus. Various instrumentals are performed by Samus, Sky Blue, and Shubzilla. You can find various episodes of the Black Girl Nerds podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Audioboom, Google Play Music, and Spotify.